Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the download weekly gaming news the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming every week in a small bite-sized download i want to be the first to welcome you to christmas season because no. halloween is over and so no. it's time it's time for christmas apparently brenna oh no. no the goose is not happy no. stop it i'm Any not either degenerate that starts to celebrate or put up decorations the day after halloween and before Thanksgiving is over, I mm -mm. I was I was on the phone with with Brent on Saturday because that was the day pretty much everyone had Halloween parties because it's on a Sunday this year. And so I was getting ready to to head over for a Halloween party. And so I stopped at Target to buy a few things. And literally the day before Halloween, all the Halloween stuff is gone and it was all replaced with Christmas stuff. And I was I was I felt physically harmed walking into that Target. I need there needs to be a cult. Okay, if there ever were going to be a cancel culture about something, this is the thing. No Christmas things until after Thanksgiving. Yes, it can be the day after Thanksgiving. I don't care. Like October can be Halloween. Yes, but November just needs to be fall. That's just yeah. A, that's just fall. fall. We can need a little bit of winter depending sure. on where you're at. Sure, but Christmas does not start until after Thanksgiving for uh, Americans anyway. For anyone else in the world, December is the start of Christmas. Yes. That's how it should be. Yes. Drives me nuts. Yep. I mean, I've seen Christmas stuff for for weeks now, unfortunately, but now it's like yeah. now it's like mass exodus cuz Halloween is over. Give me strength. S disgusting. Uh, yeah, give me, give me strength is is the moral of this past weekend. <laughs> I lost mine somewhere. Uh, sit and rest a while, weary traveler. But uh, no rest for the wicked. We got to dive on into this. So, so first many up, puns and euphemisms in one sentence. Good gracious! I am the man. So. First up, Nintendo. This has been something that's come up in discussions among my friends recently with a lot of Nintendo's announcements, and it's nice to see that more and more people are noticing this as well. So if we remember back on the Wii U, they added Sit the... on Grandpappy's lap. He's about to yes. tell you a story, children. I mean, the Wii U was like four years ago, so it's not like it's crazy long ago. Let me pop in my dentures so I can talk to you. Jesus, someone's sassy today. Because I got to deal with you whippersnappers. She's still channeling her inner dad from Halloween. Yeah, buddy. It was a good costume. Thanks. Uh, so the Wii U had the virtual console. And it was like you could play all of the old Nintendo games from all of the systems like in this one little place and you could buy them or you could redeem. Uh, you could like get the put the serial number in off the your cartridge or whatever, and you could play them. 
fantastic. Nintendo Switch comes out, Virtual Console is nowhere to be found. Like two years later in the Nintendo Switch, they add um, a couple of the old systems if you have, like they give it to you for free if you have uh, Nintendo Online, which is one of the most useless of services ever because Nintendo doesn't know how to function on the internet. But it's like $3 a month, so it's not like it's breaking Also the bank. necessary to play a lot of games? Quite a few. But, uh, so then they started adding, like, the Super NES, the NES, and then, uh, they just recently added, or they're going to be adding the N64, Game Boy, and a few other ones. However, you have to buy it. It's going to be a sub separate subscription service. So it's, like, it's, or it's, uh... Yeah, so it's Nintendo Online plus this expansion pack will run you $50 a year that you have to pay to play these old games. I don't want to be paying a subscription service to play <laughs> old games. games. Yeah. Especially since you can play most of them for free on emulators, or I can literally just go and grab the game itself because anyone that plays Nintendo has all of their old games and Nintendo systems. Yes, if you actually care and can play these games, I feel like the newer generation or people that didn't grow up playing, you know, less graphically enhanced games would not even be able to play it. Yeah, and especially when they don't cost you a thing to make these games available for people. No. And you're offering an online service that just frankly can't be used for just about anything because you are the most antiquated video game company in history. Like, good God, for for Japan being a country that's so far ahead of the curve on a lot of things technology wise, Nintendo is so far behind everything. Yep. Like they. Yeah shocking so it it's very confusing very annoying um and it, it upsets me because i i want to play all of these games yeah and it's kind of ridiculous if you look at the comparison to playstation plus and xbox live which is only ten dollars more and all the free games that you get to download and play and everything that you get with that subscription for free on top of functioning online capabilities, which Nintendo does not offer. Yep. Ridiculous. That was a good, that was a good comparison. Thank you. Look at you. Look at you reading your notes. I got Proud of you in my brains, apparently. I know she's who are you? Where is where oh. is my co-host? I can just sit here and zone out and then like pop in and make fun of you and then pop back out if you like. That's my co-host. There she is. <laughs> no, please, please continue. I'm enjoying it. Um, the people, the people enjoy it. That's right. Brent and I are both a big fan of Keanu Reeves. The man's just awesome. Yep. And uh, John Wick is a fantastic movie franchise. Third one, meh. First two, phenomenal. Oh. And in recent, recent John Wick things. So they're they're in the process of finishing up filming John Wick 4. I've seen just more posts the other day. So John Wick bought, or not John Wick, Keanu Reeves for all four of his stuntmen bought Rolex Submariner watches for them. Okay. And they were, 
and they were engraved on the back like thank you gifts like it's like a ten thousand dollar watch that he bought for all of his stuntmen yeah no no it's not 10 how much is it uh a used one is fourteen thousand dollars hold on let me go yeah i saw one you know what the thing is it's like you know how something is super expensive and then it just like doesn't have the price yes that's how you always know or you have to you have to call for the price yeah that no it's like yeah eight to ten depending on what you do okay it's regardless it's a very it's a very nice gift and who does that like no one in hollywood does that and that's just so nice like and so there's there was a picture posted uh, that I saw one of the uh, the stunt members posted, and it was all of their wrists wearing the watches. So it was all four of the stuntmen, and then Keanu Reeves, and they all had the all had the watches on. And he he engraved them all with a nice message on the back too, and you know thanking them for you know literally throwing putting their, their bodies, yeah, yes, professionally throwing their bodies into things for him. Yes, yeah. Um, as, as opposed to unprofessionally throwing their bodies. I mean, we don't need to talk about unprofessional things with movies right now. That's that's oh, in poor, oh, that's in poor oh, taste. Hey, whoa. That's in poor taste. Well, yeah. Uh, but uh, I also saw a picture too. They were they were filming a scene, and in between scenes, they needed to move a bunch of equipment uh, to the next spot, and it was just it was up a hill, up a ton of stairs, and so someone took a video of Keanu walking up the stairs carrying equipment. Like he's an actor. No other actors do this, but the man is out there huffing in his, you know, costume, his suit. He's out there huffing and puffing, carrying. And he's, these were like heavy looking boxes. He's just, he's just walking along. And at one point, a crew member even comes up to take them from him. And he just keeps going. Like the man is something else. All the money he donates to charity. And that's amazing. It's so sad that that's what we praise that he acts like a human. Yes, that he acts like a human. Like, just something normal. Anyways. What a guy. What yeah. a guy. Damn so, no, that holds... Nothing to do with what we're about to talk about. No, I mean, it's related because we're talking about the John Wick spinoff called Ballerina, which is going to uh, lead star Anna de Armas, one of our favorite female actresses uh, from... Knives Out, No Time to Die. What else was she? What um, else did I first see her Blade in? Blade Runner, probably. Blade Runner, yes. Yeah. There was something else, though, that she was in. She was in a movie with Keanu Reeves once, too. Uh, Along? Uh, but that's about was, to come out. No, not, Knock Knock. was. It was like a weird like horror movie or like fantasy movie. Like, not fantasy, thriller movie. Um... um trying to think what else she was in war dogs uh what was the other ones i didn't see that movie no war yeah war dogs i can see that one i've seen there was something else she was in a uh a netflix movie too recently i love like going into famous people's imbd and looking at like the first stuff that they did it is horrible (laughs) yeah uh sergio was the was the movie she did for uh for netflix uh it had the guy that played uh pablo escobar from narcos in it as well it was pretty good but yeah uh she's awesome so very 
I and I think she's I think she's a great fit for for Valerie. I would love to really see her in a action movie like John Wick. I think that would suited be phenomenal. Out. Full suited out. Right. Yeah. Right. Hopefully she's got some meat on her. Kind of skinny right now. She, little, little. I'm. I want to see what she looks like in uh in the James Bond movie too. No time to die. I want to see her like at least twenty pounds heavier. I think Glort golden perfect i agree same with same with gal gadot right yes i yes gal gadot needs like 25 to 30 pounds more on her she is like 5'9 and weighs like 110 pounds i think she's taller than that she's 5'10 she's 5'10 brenna wow i'm so sorry it's a huge difference no she she's very thin yeah very thin a little a little too thin but uh, we just we like healthy, nice, nice. No, no, no. We like them thick with C's. <laughs> how many? How many C's do we like? I, I'm a fan of two C's. I'm a three C'er. I can do a three C'er too. A two and the two, last C is capitalized. Oh my! Yeah, I'm putting the a little pizzazz at the end. So it's thick in the right place. Fantastic. Yep. Concentrated <laughs> thickness. <laughs> Um, it has come to, uh, so a couple years ago, uh, industry veteran, uh, who worked on, uh, Star Wars game and, um, Uncharted, uh, Amy Henning left to work on a store, big project unannounced, um, with Skydance Media. Well, now it's been revealed that it is a Marvel game in the works that she is working on and heading up. She is the the game director on this project. And uh, all we're being told so far is it's in partnership with Skydance and uh, her studio. And and they're saying that it's going to be more of a narrative driven game. So action adventure. Yes. Apparently has a new story, an original story to the Marvel. Oh, okay. I'm on board. I'm on board as if we I'm everyone loves story driven games. The whole like multiplayer is what people want. Sure. People enjoy multiplayer, but not at the expense of not having good single player games. Here's the thing. People are passionate and can remember all their favorite single player games. Multiplayer is fun with your friends, but also multiplayer is what like kind of brought a lot of money, like reusable money. And that's the that's the issue is multiplayer yeah. is far more uh what's the word easy to mon- monetize monetization. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'd love to see is I would love to see someone make a like single player game and develop it like have it just constantly have new content. Like just I mean, for years, just keep releasing more stuff. Our citizen is like kind of <laughs> Star Citizen hasn't even come out yet. I know. It needs to be a game that comes out. I mean, they've been adding stuff for like 10 years, though. Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Not that that's any better than 10 years. Definitely not. It's all the same at that point. You know, it's not any better. Cyberpunk being delayed. Bruh. I don't think anyone cares. God, this game could have been... Biggest, uh, there needed to be an award for biggest letdown of 2021. 2020. This came out last year. Biggest oh, letdown of last right. year. Uh, yeah, what a hot mess. I don't, it was on the list, and I don't know if we mentioned it on a previous episode, but 
the PS5 version of Cyberpunk has been delayed until early 2022, along with the uh, the next gen version of Cyberpunk and Witcher 3, both delayed until early 2022. And so that was just par for the course, honestly, to see. Right. But now is this game still not done. But now with well, how how did the game launch without a next gen version? We're over a year post launch and it's still not available on next gen consoles. You can play the P- PS4 or the Xbox One version of the game on your new console. But they ha- they have not been able to release a version for new consoles yet. Like how? And then so now the development roadmap that had all these updates and improvements and free DLCs that we were supposed to get this year. Well, those are coming next year now. Maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. So we got like two big updates this year, and that was it. Sure. And I use big very loosely with with this game. I just... I just I don't know what I don't know what the future of CD Projekt Red is going to be at this point. Yeah, I mean, they have. I don't know. I don't know. Like who who is going to have confidence when they announce the next Witcher game? Who's going to have confidence in buying that product after Cyberpunk? CD Projekt Red has been a really good like company, but. I don't know what is happening recently. The whole I I I just I want I want the behind the scenes documentary of the disaster Ooh. that is cyberpunk. Yeah. I want like I want interviews with people that worked on it like black black out their pictures, give them a voice changer. I want the behind the scenes dirt on what the heck happened with this game because we got nothing that we were promised. Don't understand is that they've done Witcher and Cyberpunk and Witcher and then more Witcher and then just Witcher. So what the F were you doing? They had a great track record until they got to Cyberpunk. What were you doing all that time? The last Witcher came out in like 2013. Yes. That was when that was the year they announced that Cyberpunk, they did that like 30 second teaser and then we heard nothing from them for like six years until 2019 when they what started talking about it. Doing that whole time. I mean, sure, there was DLC and things like that for Witcher, but there wasn't that many. No. And Witcher was phenomenal. Witcher still had a ton of bugs, but sure. it was it was a phenomenal game. And the bugs were not as pervasive and breaking as they were for Cyberpunk. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done, done me a confuse, done me a confuse. Uh, the developers behind Subnautica, Unknown Worlds Entertainment, one of Brenna's favorite games, has been acquired by Crafton, and uh, they are working on a new genre-defining game that's slated to be released in 2022 for early access. Sure. I love that everyone um, says that. Yes. So, or wait, no, Crafton. Wait, what? I know. It's very weirdly worded. I don't know if Crafton is the company or Crafton has taken over them. 
Crafton is the company that has taken over Unknown Worlds. There you go. And Unknown Worlds is now the sixth studio acquired yes. by Crafton, which includes Blue Hole Studio, Dream right. Motion, PUBG Studios, which was made by Blue Hole Studio, but they started a whole separate studio for uh, Rising Wings and Striking Distance, which I think Crafton is owned by Tencent, if I'm not mistaken. Who would have guessed? Because uh, I know Tencent bought PUBG. They bought like Blue Hole and PUBG Studios. So I think I think Crafton is owned by Tencent. But uh, yeah, so I mean, Thanks. good for good for unknown worlds. You know, they worked hard for for many years to bring Subnautica 1 and Subnautica 2. They've they've done well, you know. Getting getting bought out is a is a big deal in in business because that's where you that's where you make all your monies. Yeah, I mean now you have a whole chunk of cash and revenue that you can have funneled into you, which is great. Yes, I want to know. So who. I the Subnautica series is game wise like story. Was that often is creators of Subnautica and then they uh they re they rebranded. So, okay. They're, so they made they made Terra, PUBG. Yeah, so they're they're good. They're good. I, I'm still trying to figure out if they're owned by Tencent. I'm pretty sure Tencent owns some part of it. I mean that's Tencent owns almost everything. Yeah. But yeah, the first the first game, Subnautica, was so perfectly story driven, but it was a little little clunky with all of the um, you know, mechanics and things like that. And then the second one came out story was still amazing and they improved on everything and it's beautiful and it's so cool so oh it's a good game play it it is yeah tencent i think owns a portion of it through through stock yeah speaking of other big companies i'm seriously laughing at amazon right now this is this is unbelievable this is actually like mega concerning because one, this is basic coding 101. You don't let people add code to your game while you're playing the game, especially when it's a multiplayer game. When you are playing with all sorts of other people. That's a big no, no. no. That's like that's like entry level stuff they teach you is not to allow people to add code to your code. Yes. On a product. Yes. But. Amazon has done it. New world. Yes. Uh, so. This is an issue. This is concerning. Uh, but there has been a update which or we've figured out more info about the game, which makes it a little less concerning, but it's still concerning. So there's a new world exploit where people can inject code into the chat box, uh, HTML code, and they can do all sorts of things. Now, normally, you cannot uh, do that. That there is a thing called code sanitization, from what I've what I've read, and that it would prevent that from happening. I'm not big into coding. I tried to learn how to coding. I did not make it past initial Java, so please forgive me if I don't. You know, if I'm I'm a little wrong here, but basically, people are able to literally put code into the game through the chat box and they are posting like images, like videos, like whatever they want because they can. 
And so Amazon has not addressed this issue. And people are concerned because normally, if people are able to inject code in the game, they can inject malicious code that can affect others. And uh, the one of the main things that people have been doing is using it to give themselves unlimited money, which, you know, breaks the game economy. Sure. Or they're using it to crash other players' computers. Yes. By, like, sending such large images Massive or items. Files. Yes, yeah. that have to be... that instantly get downloaded your computer and it just crashes uh because that's how it works so normally in this case like this is a serious thing like you you need to take servers down and fix this uh but they have not they continue to keep the game running uh they have not responded to the problem despite it being talked about everywhere and apparently it's a very easy fix and for whatever reason, they have not figured out the problem. Don't are I obviously they don't understand basic coding and the fact that this made it into the final product of the game. But, uh, but apparently Amazon is going to redefine the gaming, you know, industry. Apparently, well, they they did release a uh, an update uh, to stop it, and they just banned specific code that people were posting. So no. of course. People just rewrite the code a different sure. way. Yeah, it's and not it really on. hard. Here's the thing with banning code. Here's the thing with code in general. Every single character must be exact. So you change one character and it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And people are always coming up with new ways to write code for things or new ways to compress code. There's so many workarounds around this that it's not even funny. There's so many different ways to do coding that it uh, this is like this is like me being shot by a cannon and you trying to put a band-aid on it. I don't I don't even it's ridiculous. Uh but on the bright side. So if you have a new world you've probably run into this. I'm very sorry for you. I recommend not playing the game. I recommend filing a bug report with Amazon and just keep harassing them you should not be paying money for a product where you have people that are able to crash your game or break the game through exploits uh but on the positive side uh new world is not client authoritative it's not client side it is so that means your computer should be safe um that people shouldn't be able to you know send malicious codes but uh whew. yeah make it oh, concerning well i'm sorry i was just laughing at our next thing i don't even know i was gonna think of a good intro and then i just started laughing nope you dive on into it unpack that meta <laughs> who the who what in the world i don't Hon like it honestly it's such a meta name to name your product meta it's so pretentious, it, which is meta. I mean, it's I it's it. Mark Zuckerberg. What can you expect? So Facebook has renamed themselves. Uh, the Facebook product has not been renamed, but the Facebook company, Facebook Co., which is the, the company named after the product, has renamed themselves Meta. They're, this is their attempt to get around all of the issues right now with Facebook by rebranding themselves and saying we're different. Sure. 
they haven't changed at all. So with that announcement, they were talking about all these new things uh, and what the future of Facebook what looks like. What the metaverse is going to be. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg wants to build the metaverse, a pl- place where we will play, connect, and work in 3D. It's the next chapter of social connection. So what this sounds like to me is, one, Mark Zuckerberg read Ready Player One. I think we were sitting there and I was like, you know, it just kind of looks like he had homework and that he was like supposed to write like a book report on it. And this is what came about. Two, it sounds like Mark Zuckerberg is making the Matrix. Yeah. Three, this sounds like Skynet and the robots are going to take over the world because Mark Zuckerberg is a robot. That too. No, I he's mean, not a robot. There's barbecue <laughs> on the back Barbecue wall. sauce. As a bookend, he used barbecue sauce to hold books in place. Like, either the man is the greatest memester to ever exist. That's, yes. Or or he's a robot. I don't, I don't know what's worse. Like, watching him talk during this presentation was painful. I think there, I think he's... Like they hold him in a box and they only let him out to make announcements. No, he's a computer. They just boot him up for whenever they need to do anything. Obviously, whatever software they're using is doing a terrible job at mimicking human emotions because he has none. If you watch him talk, just his face is so flat and dead and lifeless. And there's just no emotion no tone in his voice. I don't It's know. terrifying. I just, uh, meta. It, honestly, it's terrible. It's so yes. terrible. You're not fooling anybody, Mark. Zuckerberg. Apparently, they, they clarified on Twitter that the names, what is this? They're trying to use other apps to like integrate. And it's pretty much just like Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp. And all that type of stuff that I don't know. Yeah, they're trying they're trying to integrate all their products into one app, basically. But uh, I mean, the funny part is, is like they couldn't even get the name Meta on Instagram. And they own Instagram. Fantastic. Like they're they're at Meta on Twitter, but on Instagram, they are we are Meta, I think, at we are Meta. Which is yes, hilarious. The, their own product. Trendy. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just, it's hilarious. You could have just approached whoever had Meta and said, Hi, I am the company. Here is $1,000. No, they don't even need to do that. They could just change the name. They have that ability. Sure, like, but then someone would complain or whatever. You, with, agreed, you agreed to the terms and conditions. Maybe it is in the terms and conditions. Yeah, it says tons of things about names. They could do what, literally they can do whatever they want. It's in the terms and conditions. They could take meta, but for whatever reason, they are. We are meta. They have 232 posts already. On Facebook, like, good God. Stop it. Who uses Facebook anyways? Not not on Facebook on like their we are meta Instagram. They have 232 posts already. So many. Oh, gross. Uh, Yeah, so 
ridiculous. Uh, Valhalla is the second largest profit generating game for uh, Ubisoft at the moment, uh, which no surprise there because it's like the sure. only ongoing Ubisoft game right now other than Rainbow Six Siege. Which is a first person shooter. Yeah, and that, of course, that's still, you know, that's still generating money. But yeah, it's not like what what else would be. Like generating more income. Uh, it's, I, it's their most recent game with most recent expansions. Like, I don't know. And I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I'm confused. I wonder. Uh, it must not. Siege couldn't have been first. It must have been uh, Far Cry 6. Had it been Far Cry 6. Because that just came out. Probably. But, but, I mean, it's... I don't know. You can monetize that game, sure. But, like... I mean, for, for it being a year later, it's great that Valhalla is doing so well. That they're still like, selling. These are, like, like first-person role-playing games. So... First, third, yeah. Well, it, they're, they're, like... What is the word I'm thinking of? Not multiplayer. Single-player. Jeez. Yes, These are single-player games. I mean, you can have DLC packs and, like, skin upgrades, but I mean, you can't really put a ton of work into it. I mean, you can. The companies just don't want to because it takes more work. Okay. Ubisoft would rather switch to live service and monetize everything. Yep. Which is what they're doing. Sony has formed PlayStation PC. It's the new label for all of their PlayStation games being ported over to PC, and I cannot be happier. Like, it's to happening. me, to me, this is just the, like, the cherry on top that says PlayStation is embracing it's the, PC, the PC world. Yeah, they're, they're all in at this point. Uh, and... Jim Ryan told uh, during an interview earlier this year that uh, they have plans to send a whole whole load of PlayStation games to PC. Yeah, as they should. Yes. So, yay, PC wins all. Yep. PC wins all. Uh, but it's still showing it might still show up as PlayStation Mobile, but it's it's actually PlayStation PC now. So they, they've rebranded. If you have not yet played Metroid Dread on your Nintendo Switch, Nintendo has added a free demo. You can go and to the Nintendo eShop, you can download a, a demo of the game and try it out. I'm always a fan of of demos for, for demos games. Usually are like too short, I think, for me. Yes. I feel like it's a like demo though of like Metroid Dread, short is fine. Sure. Agreeable. It's a 2D platformer. It doesn't need to be long. Yeah, that's a good point. But yes, demos of other games are sometimes way too short. I'm or like, when they like 10 minutes of play. Or when they do like the the betas and it's like they you know, like we we did the beta of division two, and there yeah. was like 40 minutes of actual content. I was like, we played one mission. Yeah. And it's the starting mission, like the very first one of the game. Like, that doesn't give me any idea. No. But uh, yeah, so go go give it a download. I probably will. I've been on the fence about Metroid Dread. I, I, I want to get it, but I need to 
play my Switch more. I need to play my Switch more. We both do. We need to play multiplayer games on my Switch. I have controllers, and I have games. Okay, then. Let's do that. Just put it on the damn list. We have a big list. We have a really long list. It's unfortunate. Uh, not enough time in the day. Just Week. things things get in the way. Anyway. <laughs> Don't... Uh... Ubisoft has delayed Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Uh, no details on on more info. They just said we are motivated, inspired by your feedback. We'll update you on our process in the future. Thank you for your patience. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. PlayStation is doing a contest where you can win a PS5 or some PlayStation Bling, which is some PlayStation rings. So, right. yeah, I don't, I don't know the PlayStation theme. I don't they're know. They're fugly as can be. They look like they're from the '90s. Is when I saw this picture, I'm like, is this like a '90s thing? Like, is this throwback? Uh, so seize the throne. I guess is a like mini game that is out. So it's a community event that is like a weird chess game. And it's called so it's called Season Throne. You can work together to earn PSN avatars or exclusive PS4 theme. You can also answer a series of trivia questions for a chance to win bigger prizes, including a PS5 or these rings. The event runs till November 18th. Uh, it's mostly community based for, you know, you dump your points into a pool and it, a whole community contributes. Uh, playing the game for an hour will earn you 10 points. Earning a gold trophy in the game will earn you 20 points, and it has three stages. Uh, it rewards players with two PSN avatars at 25 million points, uh, five more at 100 million points, and uh, three avatars in a dynamic PS4 theme at 160 million points. A lot of points. A lot of points. And then, so depending on which question you answer correctly, you can either win a PS5, a Pulse 3D wireless headset, and a $100 PlayStation Store gift card, or a set of King's PlayStation Shapes rings. I'm sorry. PS5 is like $600. A $100 gift card? Or, like, plastic rings with, like, cheap bedazzled in it? That 90s. seems equal. They look like a ring you would get out of, like, your 6th grade, your 5th grade, your 4th grade teacher's treasure chest when you did something good. What just happened to me? You remember that, right? Why do I know? Why do I now also think that I'm in a dentist's office? <gasps> I forgot about that. Yeah, when you went and saw your dentist as a kid, they always had like afterwards, they're like, oh, you box. did a great, yeah. You get to pick from these like tiny plastic toys and candy. What the F? Where is my brain? Wow, that was a callback. Jeez. I'm feeling like I'm not in my body right now. Yeah, no, I, that one, that one hit me. Wow. Mm -hmm. Let's let's wrap this up. I need I need some time. Yeah, I need was, some time to think. I don't know. If I wasn't sitting down, I probably would have fallen over. 
right? Gosh. Uh, PS5 sales have reached 13.4 million worldwide. Uh, This is through the uh, September quarter. And uh, PS Plus users have reached 47 million. So PlayStation is growing and selling. Uh, on top of that, I think there was, let me scroll a little bit further down. Uh, Xbox has actually had a, their hardware sales have risen by 166% as well as their Game Pass, which I think we talked about this before, though. Uh, they've sold over 8 million units of uh, their consoles, and the Game Pass has reached over 20 million subscribers. So that's there it is. also also pretty phenomenal considering yeah. that game pass is far newer than um playstation now playstation plus so that's pretty uh pretty dang pretty dang impressive all mm-hmm. things considered both companies yeah. yeah doing well this was pretty cool so timothy chalmont who is the star of dune on tv right now used to run a youtube channel uh where he did custom paint jobs of xbox 360 controllers this cool. guy is a real OG right here. Uh, someone, I can't remember how they found out about it, but someone like somehow discovered. There's a scar on his finger. That was how they confirmed that it was him. But I, I think somewhere in uh, like one of his posts or something or someone. Yeah, someone found it and they found like his. Yeah matched a scar on his hand i guess people are fucking creepy i'm sorry for cussing but uh so the appropriate the youtube channel was modded controller 360 and um yeah he never showed his face in any of the videos but it kind of sound people say it sounds like him and this was back in like 2010 so he would have been like 15 years old but i mean that's some that's some og stuff right there yeah it is mad Um, respect 2015 of youtube uh, that's still that's 2010 pretty... oh 2010 that's three years into youtube that's that's early that's, youtube that's og and then also being talented enough to do custom paint jobs for controllers cool timothy shalmont just went up many points in my book what a cool dude can we talk about how mind-blowing this buzz lightyear movie is I'm so ready. And okay, here's the here's the reason I'm okay with it is because they're not trying to recreate anything. They're making a new Buzz Lightyear movie as if Buzz Lightyear was real. Okay, but see, that's where the debate is. People are is trying it? to figure out is is this like a Buzz Light like are we actually creating a toy like is Buzz Lightyear real? Or is this kind of like what they did with like the the Space Rangers TV show where it's like this is just Buzz Lightyear's like backstory? Because when Andy gets the Buzz Lightyear, you know, it's based on a TV show. So is this the TV? So people are trying to figure out, is this in Toy Story or is this its own thing? People are losing it. It just looks pretty. And they set the trailer to uh, David Bowie's Starman, too. Oh, it was good. I just got it was really I did too. It was really good trailer. At first, I was like, "What?" When I saw the picture, uh-huh. it was like a side by side picture of the animated with, uh, you know, the new one. I'm like, "What is this?" I don't right? like it. Yes. 
And then I watched the trailer and I'm like, I'm 100% okay with all of this. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks really good. And it looks a little bit serious. Yes. Like it I'm, looked more serious of an animated movie, which is weird. I, I'm on board. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, will be the voice of Buzz Lightyear. That's how you know it's right. And it's going to be it's going to be their second movie of 2022. So it will come out uh, probably like May would be my guess. Is it, it the has, Disney Pixar combined movie? Oh, June 17th. June 17th. Yeah. So. Yeah, the article says the movie focuses on the real Buzz Lightyear, not the the doll version. But we still don't know if it's within the real Buzz Lightyear within Toy Story. We don't know. Anything. questions need to be answered i got chills when they were like hinting at emperor zerg in there too okay. i was like oh my god i want to see zerg it's gonna be so good i'm excited i'm excited uh if you are a apple music user you can now download the apple music app on your playstation which is just a nice bonus uh that they're starting to get out there more i know that like apple tv has started being added to more services now which is just great. It's it's taken too long. Does it make any sense why that service wouldn't be on a streaming device? I don't know what was the holdup on getting it added to these devices. Like I feel like it wasn't necessarily like Apple not pushing it out. I don't know. I mean, I could see Apple being stingy and not wanting people to watch it on their products, but I think sure. now they're realizing that they just want more people to use their products and so they need yeah. to put their products where people are. I now also know Apple has like very specific programming because everything is I.O. Yeah. And so I don't know if maybe there's like a weird thing that they have to do. I don't know. But it was like annoying. Like when I visited you and I wanted to be like, hey, like I want to show you this show because I had it for free for like two years because they gave it to me for free. Yeah. And I wanted to show you stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I can't. We can't. You know, we can't like stream it. We can't airdrop it like you can't. It was it was annoying. Yeah. So it's it's nice that they're doing that. Um, and Xbox is striking first with uh, storage expansion cards coming for their consoles within uh, the next two months. Why they will have... has this been so hard for consoles to do since the beginning of time? They need to make money off of it. So um, they will be selling 512 gigabyte and two ter two terabyte versions of this uh and we've talked about these before those are those seagate ones um yes they're oh i still think you can use other storage devices here's currently. the thing here's the thing so when you use an external storage device with your consoles it's not actually on the device yeah. So you have to move it over to your PlayStation. It's not like a full download, so it doesn't take as much time, but it's not stored on the device. Which and you is have, annoying. And you have to re you have to optimize the devices for Yes. Uh PlayStation and Xbox. I remember because I remember you had to do that for like the 360. Yeah. And I think you still have to do that for this. Yeah, it's ones. easier now. It's just the pain of like having to transfer files to and from that takes some time and is really annoying when I would just rather increase my right. you know, total storage on my console. Right. Uh, Nintendo has announced a Pikmin AR game. Nobody wants it. That is all. Cowboy Bebop 
we got the new live action trailer and John Cho is just kicking a lot of ass in this trailer. As, I, I'm as still, Cowboy Bebop kind of does. I mean, he does. He definitely does. But uh, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. To be determined. To be determined. It drops on Netflix on November 19th, same day that uh, Battlefield 2042 comes out. So uh, we will we will watch it. We will binge it. That's also uh, Crimson Vow, full release day. Because pre-release is the week before. So we'll, right. we'll have to sync up. We had a lot, lot to do. Busy, busy, busy. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Indeed. Uh, Activision. Maniacal laughter. Yes. Activision has tried to reject uh, or get the lawsuit dismissed uh, between them and the Department of Department for Employment and Housing Department for I thought it was fair. Anyway, they tried to get it dismissed uh, and for yeah. like sexual harassment and everything else, equal opportunity, all that kind of stuff, and the judge was like, "F you." Yeah, it was rejected. No surprise there. Go, go f yourselves. Yeah. So, uh, they put the screws to them basically. Uh, so that's to do it though for this week. I'm trying to think. What do we we? Brenda and I are trying to sync up to have a like meeting to go over everything. Things have been so crazy. Where we have like no time. Kills me. Um, I just need everyone to take a breather. Just a little chill. A little that would zen. Be great. A little zen. Just a chill, daddy. Chill. Thank you. I feel much chiller now. Nice. Uh, so we're trying to figure everything out and plan everything out. So, you know, we have not forgotten any of the promises we made. They are still very much prevalent in our minds. They weigh Due on to us. COVID, we are delaying our promises <laughs> till 2022. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we're 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 still working on it. So just just keep tuning in. Just keep listening, and uh, we'll keep. We're bringing gonna you great bring content. these great shows to you. Yeah. There you go. We'll keep bringing it to you, and, we'll, and we will we will follow through because we are those people. It just it just might take us a hot second. So. Yeah. We love you all. Good luck, have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there. Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts.